that's a grandiosity, maybe arrogance. I'm the best, whatever. I'm the king. I'm the alpha, blah, blah, blah. That's a grandiosity. And then there's shame. I'm awful. I'm stupid. Everyone's going to hate me. I'm a loser if I don't succeed. If you find that porn is stealing your time, draining your energy, ruining relationships, and robbing you of your power, it's time to take your power back. Eric Zuzak tried 12-step programs and felt powerless when they didn't work. He then discovered the power of mindfulness in combating addictions. Porn Talk is about reclaiming your power to end your porn addiction. It's how Eric transformed from powerless Eric to powerful Eric. Ready to break your porn addiction? Learn from Eric, the powerful Eric. Here's your host, Eric Zuzak. Welcome back to Porn Talk, and we welcome back Peter Bruce. You know, kind of like Peter Parker and Bruce Wayne combined. That's right, Spider-Man and Batman combined. He's a outside-of-the-box thinking therapist counselor. We're going to pick up where we left off. We are talking about, are you trying to be successful or good at something to prove something to someone else? Or are you doing it for yourself? You aren't what you do, so don't equate yourself with your job or your achievements. Are you trying to do your job well, or are you trying to get a validation from your dad? Are you trying to to be a really good basketball player, or are you trying to feel worthy? Like, which one is it? Yeah. There is a lot of wisdom, what you're saying there, for sure. There's a quote that I'm trying to think of, and it summarizes what you're talking about there, and that... You know, we can take that energy and we can go for those goals. We can go for those dreams, but you, and maybe this is a little tangent of what you're talking about is that, you know, you're not your job, you're not your money. So even if you stop the addictive behavior and you become wildly successful, that's almost, how do I say this? Almost irrelevant. Like at your core as a human, it doesn't change you at the core of yourself as a human being. Yeah. And it's hard, right? Because there is like, especially working with a man, it's like, yeah, but but if I get fired or I'm not successful, my wife is going to leave me or I'm not going to get laid ever again or, or whatever it is. And there is some truth there. And it's like, and it's really being able to, how can we, how can you do your job without laying your self-worth on the line. You aren't as awesome as you think you are. And you're also not as awful as you think you are. Right. That's a great quote. Can you say that again? Which part? (laughs) (laughs) About you're, you're not as bad as you think you are. You're not as good as you think you are. Sure. Yeah. You aren't as awesome as you think you are. And you aren't as awful as you think. I think you are. That's a grandiosity, maybe arrogance. I'm, I'm the best, whatever. I'm the king. I'm the alpha, blah, blah, blah. That's a grandiosity. And then there's shame. I'm awful. I'm stupid. Everyone's going to hate me. I'm a, a loser if I don't s- succeed. It reminds me of a quote from Bill Murray, the comedian, or is it not, not Bill Murray? The, the, uh, who's the comedian from the mask? Oh, Jim, uh, Carrey. 
Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey is like, I wish everybody could be rich and successful so they could realize that that's not it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, oh, yeah, there is a quote from Bill Murray, though, that says, if you have the chance of being rich or successful, he said, just pick rich. <laughs> the success, the, being a popular or celebrity is not what you think it is. It's not, you know, it's not all yeah. sunshine and rainbows. You know, you can't go out to a restaurant, you know what I mean? Without yeah. having an entourage around you. Yeah. And, and it's really like what I talk about is like, what is the intent behind your action? Are you doing your job because we all need jobs and we, we have to pay the bills and yeah, it's great to make more money. Like, yeah, that's awesome. But are you doing it to fill some deeper need? Yeah. The word that's coming up right now for me is intent or intention. That word intent or intention is, those are some powerful words because that can really direct your life. What's, you know, why are you doing that? What's your intention? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's something I think we so often think in like in outside terms or like reality of like, what are my actions? What am I doing? And yes, that is intention. But like, are you coming from a place of anxiety? Are you coming from a place of stillness? Are you coming from a place of scarcity? Are you coming from a place of of contentment? And that's sort of more of that inner stuff I did of like, okay, you know, am I trying to start this, whatever my cockamamie idea is at the time I'm, I'm always on, on some new thing. And it's like, oh, and am I doing this because I'm scared and anxious and I just want to make money? Oh, well, I should probably stop. (laughs) I should probably not do this. Or am I from a place of stillness? Am I coming from a place of really being, being able to help people, stuff like that. If someone came to you or when clients come to you that have the intention of breaking a porn addiction, what do you say to them? Or are you the one, I talked to so many people, are you the one that said you were counseling couples or, or divorced people and started to see this trend? Like everybody keeps bringing up yeah. pornography. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, yeah, tell okay. us about that. How about that? Like what? Sure. What, yeah. So so I'm a psychotherapist and I see couples and individuals and basically every couple, and this is sort of a joke among a couple's therapists is every couple comes in for the same thing, a conflict resolution and communication. Right. And, and, and that's like literally, basically everyone comes in and says that mm-hmm. so it's okay. What's going on. And then he's, doing this well she's doing that and it's this constant uh, back and forth starting off right and so i'm like okay blah 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 blah. and then as i started to get under there like oh it sounds like we'll say steve you you feel really hurt yeah i am hurt so so when you feel hurt what is it you tend to do well i i avoid or and then usually the wife or girlfriend it chimes in and says, he watches porn all day. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Tell me more about that. Or it's, hey, we got in a 
a big fight last night. Oh, what happened? Oh, Jessica got mad at me because I was on Instagram all day. I'm like, oh, what are you looking at on Instagram? Well, sports, but also these girls shaking their asses. Okay. And then Jessica, what does that make you feel? Well, it brings up his past infidelity. And I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. So there's, it's that like a constant peeling back the layers and there's always some form of, of not ideal sexual behavior. Yeah. My colleague, Beth, who we do webinars and uh, we, we uh, have couples go through this couples program. And prior to that, you know, her husband had cheated on her and porn and the whole kid and caboodle. And they were able to turn things around because he wanted to change as well. And at first she was working on just the infidelity issue with clients, but she found the same thing that you did, that, that below that was this baseline, this bedrock of porn use. And it's like, mm-hmm. wow, this is so pervasive. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be different. It would be different if, you know, everybody could watch porn and leave, leave, lead healthy lives and, you know, great relationships, but, you know, there's that porn kills love often. <laughs> yeah. And there's also this, and this is something I've been thinking about personally. And, and it really, what happens for me as a therapist is I, I have these discoveries and I start to explore myself. And then I go, I wonder if my clients are also struggling with this. And the answer is always yes. <laughs> but it really, for me, I'm like, is like, is porn, it's like, why are we doing it right? And there's this element of, it's like leaving the back door open. Right? It's our own special thing. It is the only thing. My wife and so I hear this. My wife and kids have everything. They spend my money. They live in my house. They, I've given my life over to them. Porn is the only thing I have left. The only thing that's mine is my porn or my booze or my pot or whatever it is. And it's like, and this is my thing. I'm scared of closing that secret back door that I know is open. I'm scared of going all in. I'm scared of intimacy. Yeah. That's really what it is. Yeah. And a lot of times the guys are scared because they don't know who they are without it. They've been doing it for so long as they don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. That's why one of the big things I deal with is having them have some type of identity change. Yeah. And that, helps dramatically. So what do you tell clients? So if there's either a couple or, or a single person that comes in and says, or, or maybe the, the issue comes to the surface about mm-hmm. a porn addiction, what do you, what do you say to them? Or, you know, sure. Yeah. At that point, And that's when I usually, so really what I'm doing is I'm turning the covert depression into overt depression depression. So the covert depression is the anger, is the rage, is the avoiding, is the alcohol, is the porn, right? So when I start to see a porn addiction, I say something like, man, it sounds like you're just lonely and longing for connection. Have have 
you ever felt really loved? And they'll just like stare at me like, and they either start crying or their wife starts crying or they, or, or whatever. And like, that's when I start to go in of like, tell me about your childhood. And it's, it's some uh, version of the same story that you and I have. I was just walking the streets of Chicago all day. I was alone with my uh, dog all day. I was playing basketball by myself all day and really then starting the process of inner child work and being able to go back and start to heal those traumas. Yeah. I can't help but think. So I'm in my office here recording office slash studio here recording and in the, it's summer. And so my son is not in school and he's in the other room here. So I'm, I'm going to make a point after I get off this call to give him a big hug and go do something with him. Yeah, thanks that's awesome. The, thanks for the inspiration. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. So what can people do if they, uh, what What are some other, what are some other things that, that you tell people that have addictions? And maybe not necessarily porn, but just addictions in general. Any tips, advice? Sure. So I think just, uh, you know, as a, a licensed th- a therapist, like, if you're struggling with heroin and major, you know, substance use issues, there's sort of a whole other protocol, right? But besides that, I think a big thing, especially with men, is like find some sort of group of men you can start to talk to about this, whether it's a specific group therapy or if it's just an online reddit thread or you know some sort of like we got to get these guys connected to other men like agree yeah i i I totally agree trying to do this on your own it may be possible if you have a light addiction but it is the long hard road it's the long hard road trying to do it yourself get connected with a group get get connected with you know, find a therapist, find a coach, just mm-hmm. don't try and do this on your own. I know it's particularly porn and sex addiction can be so shameful, but try and gather the courage to reach out for help. Yeah. And I think in doing that, not only is, is there a, like a, a friendship or a fellowship aspect, but it's also going to help you like control and put boundaries around your sexual energy, right? Like that is a real vibrant thing. And it's like, okay, I need to go play basketball with my bros so they can knock me down and foul me and like have that like, and like be like literally boundaried. Oh, totally agree with you with that too. Boundaries is a huge thing. Boundaries are very important when it comes to porn addiction or any addiction for that matter and seeking out a group. And it took me a long time to realize this. I thought that you had to go specifically to a group to talk about like porn, but it doesn't even have to be that. You can go to a group of guys that are 
building model airplanes. I meet up yeah. for model airplanes and talk about model airplanes for a long time, you know, get your mind off that. So, well, Peter, Bruce, uh, any final last words of wisdom? I don't think so, man. I think I, I think you stole them off from me there. I'm out of wise words right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about if someone is, if someone is feeling connected with you right now and they want to reach out and possibly have use your services or how do they reach out to you? Sure. So they can send me an email at peterbruce.therapy at gmail.com. Part of my boundaries is not being on s- s- social media. <laughs> wise, very wise. And then also you can see my a prof- professional bio on a psychology today. So what would be the perfect client for me to refer to you? It's, so it's men who are, um, who are, who maybe are scared to try th- a therapy have tried it in the past, but don't like it. And then couples where the man is really struggling with depression or anger issues or porn ad- addiction, stuff like that. Okay. So that's peterbruce.therapy at gmail.com. Yeah. Yep. That's me. Or you can look them up in the directory directory on psychology today. So Peter Bruce, the legend, uh, Peter Parker and Bruce Wayne all together in one, he can be yours by emailing him. (laughs) And so thanks for being here. And I like to close you are what you are and where you are from what has gone into your mind, but you can change what you are and you can change where you are by changing what goes into your beautiful mind. Are you struggling with porn addiction? Then schedule a free strategy call with Eric today at PowerfulEric.com or call 314-717-0377. 